0: Hey friend, you're listening to The Gracious Warrior Podcast with me, your host, Jodine Barba. If things like aligned prosperity, a healthier body, a calmer mind, and a happier home speak to your heart, you're in the right place. I love reminding people where their true identity comes from and how equipped we actually are to be who God has called us to be with grace and strength. I have something to say and I hope it blesses you. Let's start the conversation. Welcome to today's episode. I wanted to talk today about the dangers of living in neutral, and I think it's something that a lot of people have been doing. It has been undoubtedly a weird three years or so, right? Things just feel like, are they ever going to go back to quote unquote normal? Probably not. They're probably never going to go back to 2019 or before that. But what I am seeing, or maybe I'm wrong, but in my view of the world, what I'm seeing is a lot of a lot of people, and I was definitely guilty of it for quite a while. Is I'm seeing this like complacency, where people feel safer to just be neutral, like I'm not going to have a strong opinion on this, I'm not going to have a strong opinion on that, I'm not going to actively pursue this dream because. Things seem a little bit shaky, or I'm just unsure, or I'm lacking confidence. I'm just going to keep kind of putting my head down and minding my own business, just doing my thing and living life in neutral. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that necessarily, it's really between you and the Lord. But I do know that for me, there's So many times when I've had like a season of massive growth and major achievement, and I was not still very often. So, there's a difference between being still and being neutral, there's a difference between being patient and pausing and waiting for God to show you the next steps or the next path. There's a difference between that and just being complacent. So what I wanted to talk to everybody today about was the dangers of being in neutral. There's something that really has just been on my mind. And I feel like it's something that God is putting on my heart to say. So I'm going to say it, that when we live in our purpose, when we live in his purpose for our lives, that's when things change. And sometimes change is happening in the stillness. We just don't know it yet. I've always struggled with being still. And In fact, in college, in my my freshman year, in my dorm room, on my wardrobe, I had a Bible verse up there. Be still and know that I am God. And that is from Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. It's something that has stuck with me I keep coming back to it I keep hearing it whispered on my heart and it's been how many years what 30 years that that verse first stood out to me and here's something to to know about Psalms 46 and I'm not a theologian or anything I'm just saying this is my own um, understanding and interpretation of this is that it was written in the context of war So it was written as a reminder to like, hey, pause for a second and remember that I'm God, that I've got this, that, you know, when we are in the presence of somebody or a being that's holier than us, that's mightier than us, that's our creator, like we can be in awe and just like stop striving so hard, pause for a minute and look at me. I think God is calling us to look at him in awe and and gratitude and remembering even when things are so chaotic and whether it's good chaos or you know stressful chaos pausing to reflect that he is God he's under control he's he is in control of all of it And so we don't need to stress out. There's other verses in the Bible that absolutely call us to to be quiet and listen and be in His Holy Presence and literally be still. And I feel like 4610 is for us to remember to stop striving so hard and trying to figure it all out on our own, to remember to let our purpose come from him. And that's when, when things progress, that's when things start moving forward. All right, let's go back about three or four years ago, when things felt somewhat normal, but has life ever really been easy since you become an adult? Honestly, has life ever really been easy? Even in college, like, I thought things were so stressful, and they were for that you know, where I was at in my life during that time, you know, exams and a very stressful boyfriend, um, just life, you know, things were hard, but like basically since hmm, middle school, can you honestly say like life is ju- it's just been a breeze, you know, I just got this whole thing figured out. I know how to never be stressed out. I know, I know how to avoid all conflict like it's it's not realistic, so life has been a struggle for i'm gonna guess every single human being since they become an adult, and probably when we were children too uh, but adult years it's it's real the struggle is absolutely real, but let's go back to like two thousand and nineteen when you know and i'm gonna specifically speak to like entrepreneurs and you know if you were in network marketing or a coach or You know a real estate agent whatever the case may be you have your own business you're doing your thing and then all of a sudden the world shuts down and you have to kind of like we have to reshuffle we have to figure out what's how do we move forward i still need to make money to live so how do i adjust and so many people went online and so many people went to social media to grow or to sustain a business and that was kind of cool because you can work from wherever and and in a lot of ways, I think it was really, really awesome. So my husband, he was working from home during that time and he hasn't gone back. It's pretty awesome. Like I, for the most part, 99% of the time, I love having him here. We're both working. It's just way less lonely to work from home when you've got somebody else here. Sometimes we distract each other, but overall, like, I love it. I love having him here. Here's what I've been seeing, and I think you've probably have been seeing this too. Since everybody has moved online, so many people have moved to social media, and it's like one month there's some trend on social media, the next month it's something else. What was working three months ago, it doesn't get the traction that it used to. It's just a weird place now in 2023 on social media, and I think it's always been somewhat unhealthy, very filtered, curated posts, you know, but I think it got even more so like that during the time when everybody was on social, everybody went online to start marketing their product or their business, or they're just lonely and wanting to connect. And, you know, everybody's online. And then what I'm seeing is that imposter syndrome has kicked in like never before. Burnout has kicked in like never before. So many people are like, I am just so done with social media. The waste of time, the the comparison trap, just feeling like never enough and looking at everyone else's lives like they've got it all together when in fact they really don't. So what's trending now, what's actually more effective on social media now is more authentic real posts like face to camera, not so much trending audios, just People putting their face and their voice to camera, whether it's short form videos or it's in their stories or going live, whatever the case may be, because people just are more drawn to people being real and less filtered and all of that stuff. But here's the danger of living on social media right now is imposter syndrome that so many people think, I'm showing up and maybe you, maybe you are, maybe you're showing up on social media pretending to be somebody you're not. And there was a trend there for a while where everybody was scrambling to have the perfect bio, to have their profile say exactly who it is that they help. They had to have this, I help statement to attract people to them and to, to what's the word to turn, you know followers into customers or to you know make it so they can oh there's a word what's the word I wish somebody else was right here right now there's a word where you can convert when you convert followers to sales um, so people felt the pressure of I've got to have it perfect I've got to have my bio my I help statement perfect and if I don't then I'm I'm not going to get the sale and I'm going to fail and people started pretending to be an image online that maybe they actually aren't and that's not sustainable and it's exhausting and I was I'm not gonna lie I fell victim to it as well and you probably have too and I think that's why I enjoy listening to podcasts so much because I get to just hear people I get to listen in on conversations and find people that I can really learn from and grow like when we stop growing when we don't have a spirit of growth uh, or uh, you know learning being in a the mode of learning like stagnation happens boredom happens we want to to learn and grow so being very careful about who we're learning from right that's important but I enjoy podcasts as i I hope you do too social media can be so exhausting though imposter syndrome It's running like so many people's lives right now. And so people just end up checking out completely. They're like, I'm done. I'm not checking in on social media. I'm not going to run my business anymore. People are just like taking a step away from their business entirely because they're exhausted. Okay. But there comes a point where you're like, but I need to make money. I need to grow my business. What are my goals for this summer? If that's you, I want to encourage you to just remember that growth and change actually happens not from all the personal growth that you do or all the podcasts that you listen to it actually comes from really queuing in to who God has created you to be and following the purpose that he has for your life something something to think about is go back to your childhood think about what did you love to do when you were a kid? I had to really, and I'm still thinking about this. I'm going to spend some time on this, but that question of what did you love to do where you just spent a lot of your time doing it, whether it was dancing or building Legos or swimming or running or biking or um, hanging out with your animals or reading books, writing books, creating things. I I don't know. What did you love to do that made you just get lost in it where you could spend all day weeks on end doing it when you felt most like yourself when we get to be adults we kind of forget about that and we just get very practical we just you know kind of just dive into who we think the world needs us to be in order for us to survive or to thrive but that's part of the problem is the whole imposter syndrome is we're being somebody that we're not and if you go back to when you're a kid doing the things that really really light you up and how can you incorporate those things back into your life whether it's a you're monetizing it or not maybe it's just you're taking a dance class or maybe you're you sign up for a marathon or or a 5k or maybe you get back to designing clothes I don't know like maybe you want to get out your sewing machine and um start a daycare. I don't know, be around kids, whatever lights you up, do more of that. And you'll tap back into who you truly are. And you'll, you'll feel more fulfilled in your life and in your vocation, most likely. So those are just some of the things that I had on my mind this week that I wanted to share because it's so dangerous to live in neutral, to just live complacently it's it's it can feel safe but it's actually very dangerous you're not fulfilling who God has called you to be and you're not reaching the people that God is asking you to reach and and you never know it could be really indirectly or it could be directly maybe it's just being who you really are for your own family for your own kids for your spouse, the person that, that they fell in love with in the beginning, who when they first met you, when you were first dating, you know, we, we grow up, we mature. We're not the same that we were when we were 25 years old or whatever. Thank goodness. Oh my. But there are parts of us, innate parts of us that God created us to be that we, we can't get away from. So it's kind of fun to think about that, <clears throat> about who you are and, who God made you to be, and stop playing so safe. And I'm saying this to me just as I'm saying this to to you. Like, why do we do that? We worry so much about having this perfectly curated life and making sure that everybody likes us and that we're doing it right just so we don't get hurt or we don't have to feel the storm or, you know, the chaos or the rejection. Oh my goodness. I, I can so relate to that. Like starting this podcast and speaking in a way that I think most people haven't heard me speak. I, since I was a little girl, I don't think I've shared this story yet on the podcast. I'll share this quick story and then I'll be done talking for today. When I was a little girl, I was, Did I share this already? Oh my goodness. If you've already heard this, I'm sorry. This, I do this often. So if I repeat myself, I'm going to try my hardest not to do that to you, but I might probably do it. I was a little girl. I was probably like six years old and I was in my bed asleep and I was, I wasn't asleep yet. I was trying to go to sleep and I was saying my prayers. I was talking to God and usually my sister and I shared a room, but I think she was sleeping in our parents' bed that night or something. There was no one else in the room. She honestly slept in their bed till she was probably five. So I was six and about that age, anyway. And I was laying there and I was feeling so relaxed. You know that feeling when you have, you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and you just feel warm and safe. And it was just so comforting. And just before I fell asleep, I felt something touch my leg. And I I sat up and I looked around and I thought, who's in here? No, there's no person in there. Maybe there's a cat. One of the cats was in the room. There was no cat. There was nothing. And then I laid down and I remember just smiling and feeling so happy that I felt at my six-year-old age that my angel was sitting there, my guardian angel or Jesus or, you know, what whoever it was, was sitting there on my bed. And just was so touched by my prayer. Just touched my leg. And it was so comforting. And <laughs> I've been very spiritual since I was very small. And it's been, you know, a journey where you we all ebb and flow. Like we move closer to God and we move further away from Him. And then in 2017, when I almost died, that was like a... A calling back to him, like I've never ever felt before, and I have not been the same since twenty seventeen, and I am so grateful for it. So, yeah, I think a lot of people I know haven't really heard me talk a lot about my faith and how how important it is to me. And so, and honestly, when I started this podcast, I thought, you know, I want to have like a, a kingdom focused um, entrepreneurship, like that's what I that's what I want, and I want to do something that's meaningful beyond this earth. I want this to be furthering God's kingdom. That's what, that's what I want. So, but I wasn't sure how much business I'll be talking or how much of, you know, my own spiritual growth that I'll be sharing, but I'll probably be doing quite a bit of all of it. So I don't know, we'll just see where it goes, but I was going to say something about that guardian angel moment when I was six. Oh, this is what I was going to say is that they say, you know, that, that children are the next closest thing to, to heaven, you know, like we remember or have a connection, like a really strong connection, um, as like the innocence of a child. Right. And so I think that's why it's helpful to go back to who you were, as a kid, like who you really, really are, like who God made you to be, what really lights you up. If you could spend time with God, if you could like, let's say you're on a walk and you're with him or you get to interview. This is something I was thinking about. If I could interview God on this podcast, what would I ask him? Like, what would I, what would you ask God if you could interview him? You know what I think he would say? One of the things well you can find out what he would say with by reading the bible like he speaks to us through there and you may have read parts of it or read the whole thing when you were younger it's a living breathing holy word when you go back and reread it at different phases in your life you're going to you're going to hear it you're going to feel it differently than than you ever have before so i encourage you to stay in the word keep diving into that but i think just from what my own walk has been with God. I think that one of the things he'd want to tell us right here right now is to remember who I made you to be. Don't be who the world wants you to be. Don't try to be like everybody else because how can I use you? Like you, you may be pretending to be like somebody else that you see on Instagram that's doing really well. They have all these followers and a big business and so you, you emulate them, you copy them, but I'm using, that's their purpose. I've got a plan for them. I've got a plan for you. And and when we're trying to be somebody that we're not, we feel it. We, it's, it. It feels fake and we burn out quick. But when we can remember who he made us to be and own it, own the things that light you up and spend more time doing that, I think God would remind you and I of that. Be who I made you to be so I can use you when you're open to learning and you're open to growth and you're being authentic to how I made you to be. I can use you for, for my purpose. So I just think that's a really cool reminder. And, and lastly, I'm just going to share this is I'm going to ask you, are you a, you know, going on the topic of grace? You know, being able to be somebody that is a light to the world, that can give hope, that can be, um, point people to Jesus, point them to actual truth and actual hope. The way to do that is to not be this container of grace and goodness. We want to be a colander of grace where we can pour out grace and forgiveness and, and love and hope to other people rather than holding it all to ourselves. And that's really my goal. And I'm not going to do it perfectly cuz I am a human being, but I am just going where God is calling me and yeah, I'm I'm not going to do it perfect, but he's perfect and I'm just being obedient to him. I'm fully surrendered. Thank you for being here and I want to hear from you if this if you have any thoughts that, you know, something is just on your mind after listening to this. If you can relate or you just want to talk about it, message me, find me probably on Instagram. Sometimes Facebook Messenger is hard. If we're not friends on Facebook, sometimes it can be hard to find each other on Messenger. But find me on Instagram. Let's have a conversation. Share this podcast with a friend. Give me a review. And I have some really exciting guests lined up. I I know I've been saying that, but we're just working out our schedules and everything. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. I think my first guest, um, we're going to be... Well, she might be my second. Anyway, I have some... I even have my doctor. He's so funny. He's actually hysterical. And I'm going to be interviewing him about some things. I think you'll find it super interesting. I have two of my favorite mentors that I... Like in the very near future, I'm going to be interviewing them and ah, it's going to be so good. So have a great day and take care.